Ah, uh, yes, the power of love. And that's what we're going to be talking about in this edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast because this is our Valentine's Day special. We do this every year around Valentine's Day. And uh, we're going to talk to some coaches, young coaches and their young wives this time around and talk to them about the challenges they face as a couple, having kids, and being involved in a high school football pr- program. Coach Mike Curtis and his wife Maggie are going to be with us from Warsaw, and also Max and Mackenzie Gooden from Decatur Central. So stay tuned. It's going to be a great show. And welcome back, everyone, once again to our very special show. It's the one we look forward to every year in February, right around February 14th, as a matter of fact. And that's our Valentine's Day show where we get a chance to talk to myself and uh, Hall of Fame coach Ted Huber, talk to uh, coaches and their wives and about the relationships that uh, uh, they build and how they all work together to uh, uh, be part of uh, their own family and a football family that they inherit in the process. Last couple of years, we've talked to older coaches who have had wives that have been through the wars with them. This year, under uh, Coach Huber's direction there, we're – Going to attack it from a different angle and talk to some uh, relatively newlyweds and uh, their uh, challenges that they face as uh, you know a couple and it's in being involved in love and in football and uh, all that kind of good stuff. So I'm going to let Coach Huber take over here, introduce our two couples as we uh, welcome everyone to our Valentine's Day edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. Coach Huber. Okay, uh, as Dave said we've and had old coaches and their wives, and so we got the young ones. We've got we've got uh, Maggie and Michael Curtis from Warsaw, and uh, Michael is a uh, assistant coach, and we'll talk to him about that. And we have uh, McKenzie and Max Gooden from Decatur Central, uh, and uh, we get somebody from uh, you know the. Circle City down there. So anyway, thanks for thanks for doing this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, you know, usually when you talk about the North South All Star Game and you talk about this and that, we always start at the North. So uh, why don't we do that? So uh, um, why don't we, uh, Michael? Uh, why don't you and Maggie introduce yourself, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. Hi, I'm well. So, first off, thanks for having us here. We're uh, really honored to be a part of this thing. And um, uh, you know, a year or so we got to, to listen to, to to my parents do do this uh, podcast, and it was it was really special for um, both you know my mom and dad and for our whole family. So, so we're honored to be here. And uh, I'm Mike Mike Curtis with my lovely bride. I'm Maggie Curtis. And we were I've been married. For just so just over a year and a half now, and, very, it, and it was a great wedding, by the way, a great wedding reception too. I might add, <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Yes, we did. You guys, yes, all of our listeners would be happy to know uh, Coach Bumgarner was out on the dance floor <laughs> and get he, he was busting a move along with everybody else. Hey, now before we get too deep, and then let's, let's and I'm going to ask both couples this. Let's talk about the love story a little bit, since this is Valentine's Day. You know, where did you meet, and how did uh, when did the all the bells and whistles go off, and all that kind of stuff? Can you kind of give us some background on that, Michael and Maggie? Yeah. So, yeah. So it really it it 
it was it, it was me taking a taking a chance, and it really things really worked out for the best. I'd say, <laughs> and, uh, we, um, as you know, you know, Wings et cetera out there on on US thirty um, was a favorite spot of the the coaches, and we go out there and do the trivia nights, and um, a little bit of background: uh, Maggie's cousin, uh, I went to school with, and you know, um, had been friends with in college, and we. Uh, he texted me in like the winter of 2017, like this this November 2017, and says, "Hey, you know, my my cousin's uh, working in Warsaw. You know, she's a uh, she's a co-op there for for Johnson and Johnson." And I didn't mm-hmm. think anything of it really. I was like, "You know, oh, that's cool. It's kind of you know small world." Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, well, and on the other hand. My cousin never told me he had a friend in war. So. <laughs> oh, okay. All yeah. right. All right. Now we're getting the picture. Okay, go ahead. So, so uh, a few weeks go by and we're at trivia night and, you know, I see this, you know, really, really cute girl, you know, over another table mm-hmm. and she has Penn State on and okay. um, her cousin told me that she, you know, she'd gone to Penn State or was going to Penn State and I, um, you know, I was like, man, that's got to be uh, Dan's cousin. It's got to uh-huh. be, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Of course, I chicken out, though. And I don't go over and say anything to her. And I was kicking myself and, and mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> thought of And a couple weeks passed, and we're at Trivia Night again. And I should have known then that she was really competitive because she she, loved, she loves to win, and she, yeah, she loves competing. Right. And so I go to Trivia Night again, and I see her there, and I'm yeah. thinking, I've got to say something. There you go. I have to say Man up, yeah. boy. Step up to the bar. All <laughs> right, here we go. Um, but then she, she had left, like, before. Like, I, you know, I went over there, and she, she had left. So we were on our way out, and it just so happened that I – so I I had parked, like, in the uh, in the parking lot mm-hmm. right next to her. And she she's in her car getting ready to leave, and, like, and I, and I am walking to my car. Mm-hmm. And I get in. Huh? I was walking to my car, and Mike was already backing out. Oh, okay. And pulled back into the spot. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. So they were like, "Oh, like," and I start waving, I'm like, "Hey!" Like trying to get her attention, and she's probably thinking, "Like, who is this weirdo?" I yeah. Freaked out, a young girl in her twenties in the dark, and some yeah, man's sure. waving at our window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shoot. So she was trying to reach for the pepper spray, probably. Right. But right. um, got our attention. So, hey, like, are you, uh, you know, are you, you know, Dan's cousin? And and she and she looks at me. He's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a stalker here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and we, um, you know, we talked for a little bit there, and and you know, had each other's, uh, you know, contact, you know, info, and we, uh, you know, started talking back and forth, mm-hmm. and about a year later started dating mm-hmm. and then things really uh, took off from there. And we were, we did long distance for, for uh, a year mm-hmm. and about 15 months. And oh, then, wow. um, yeah. And she actually got to move. So she was working for Johnson Johnson at that time too. And she, um, had rotations through her, through her job. And so she was able to get a, a rotation in Warsaw mm-hmm. after being in New Jersey. And so she moves to Warsaw okay. the week before uh, COVID kind of shuts down oh, everything. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So we went from long distance to then that we were having family card nights over at the, uh, the old Titus funeral home house. Yeah, my sure. mom and dad had, mm-hmm. uh, having all sorts of just, I mean, we were, we really got together. Yeah. Basically doing quarantine together. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and you know, things really, uh, I felt like we really came a lot closer, you know, during that time she got to know my family a lot better and, mm-hmm. uh, awesome. Okay. And, uh, roller coaster but a lot of fun all right okay now maggie i gotta ask you this question where was the tipping point i mean when did you think well this this just might be the right guy would it was did when did you reach that point if you don't mind sharing that with us i think i kind of knew right away oh really whoa love at first sight okay I mean, I've never had someone approach me in that way, but I could just tell based off that first conversation through our car windows, like uh-huh. how kind hearted it is and caring. Right. And right. I know it was something special. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. That's great. All right. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to put you guys on hold for a minute here and let's talk to uh, Max and Mackenzie. And, uh, Mackenzie, uh, feel free to fill in like, like Maggie did. We include some of the details, but let's talk about the love story a little bit before we talk about football. I guarantee Max will leave some parts out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our, our story is not quite as, uh, as long as that one. Okay. Um, we actually met in December of 2020, um, so right at the tail end of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually met online through an online dating app um, oh, okay. and connected. Mm-hmm. And we went out, and the major connecting point right away was that, you know, Mackenzie loved sports, okay. um, specifically high school sports. Um, she was a basketball player at Concord. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. And I'm from Indianapolis and, you know, obviously grew up loving sports. And there was just an instant connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, through obviously athletics and different things, but, um, we obviously kind of knew immediately, um, that, you know, we had some deep feelings for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and we dated for about 11 months or so. Okay. Um, I proposed, mm-hmm. um, getting close to one year right after our first football season ended. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were engaged and, uh, we were, um, all of a sudden planning a wedding for July. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we found out that come that July, we would be nine months pregnant. Oh, okay. um, so we had to move, we had to move okay. uh, that wedding <laughs> to February. Sure. Um, and we had our first child in uh, July of 2022, right at the end. So mm-hmm. straight into our second football season together. Right. Um, and after that, um, that <laughs> December, we also got news again that we would be having our second child, much <laughs> to our surprise, not quite, uh, how we planned it. Right. Um, so, uh, our second year anniversary, um, is going to be this coming president's day. Okay. Um, and we have two under two, just how we planned it. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. and, uh, we're absolutely insane for doing that. And those will be <laughs> our, uh, final two. So, okay. All right. Well, uh, Mike and uh, Maggie are also expecting here. So it'll be their first. So, uh, you guys got uh, the, all that in common too there. So that's, that's pretty neat too. It'll be a joy. Too. So we're gonna we're gonna be right in the thick of football, and uh, 
Well, we might be reaching out to you for some tips and some pointers too. For uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're here for all the support. There you go, yeah. Babies during football season are not the easiest. Yeah. Well, you could have uh, some special meetings down at the state clinics, guys, and you go from there. But... <laughs> that would be that would, that would be a real clinic uh, session. I think absolutely. Uh, for sure. Newborns yeah. in football, baby babies in uh in football. Yeah. All right, Coach Uber. Max always says that we uh that that we knew that we uh kind of knew right away, but he always leaves out the part how on our second day there was kind of a lull in the conversation, uh-huh. and he looks at me and goes, "Just so you know, I'll never have a fall wedding." Oh, 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 got yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I definitely want to touch on that. Coach Uber, you got anything you want to throw in here? Just questions or anything? No, just jump right on, Dave. Just oh, go uh, okay. Keep it rolling. Dude. All right. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So, all right. Now, look, uh, no one's kidding anybody here because we're all, you know, football coaches and it's a religion. Okay. We, we all understand that. If you're in this game, as long as uh, Coach Huber's been in it, I've been around it for a while myself. And you guys are young bucks, but I know, especially in Michael's case, it's a lifetime proposition, and I'm pretty sure that it sounds like, Max, it's the same way for you. So my question is, ladies, did you, when you said yes and when it was all going to happen, did you realize that, hey, you know, this guy's football coach, there's a lot to this. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? Uh, I don't care which goes first. Maggie, you want to step up yeah, on that I can- I think I had two seasons under my belt by the time we got married. So right. I kind of knew mm-hmm. what I was getting myself into. And I have <laughs> Mama Kirk show me the ropes, the ultimate football wife. So sure. marrying into, you know, marrying a football coach, but a football family with, you know, Bart being head coach for 30 oh, yeah. some odd years. I think I knew pretty well what I was getting into. Right. Right. Well, I know I got to share this one story here. We're at uh, coaches, uh, um, party after a game. Uh, it was a game where we win, which if you're hanging around Bart, that's what you do a lot of, fortunately. Uh, but at any rate, uh, so we're having fun at Bart's house and stuff, you know, and Maggie's there, of course. And finally, I have Bart, I, <laughs> Bart yells across him, Hey, when are you two going to get married? <laughs> he announces that to the whole staff. Anyways, uh, and I'm not, you guys handled it very well, you know, while well, we're working on it or whatever, you know, but it just went right on through the flow. But, uh, I think that was probably, oh, at least, uh, six, eight months before you actually did get married. So, but, uh, Bar- it, it was the, uh, and it was, it, that was when, uh, coach Barlow was still on staff and our split, our right. split coach, they, uh, pastor. So yes. like, hey, we've got a pastor here. We got, like, we got, we, <laughs> we got witnesses. <laughs> Uh, we could have done yeah. all right then and there that night there, but probably would have been fine with Bart. I don't think Sarah would have uh, been real happy about it, but you know, no, but it no, was. The... And I was living in New Jersey at the time. So I think I'd only met your parents like twice. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you know how quiet and recluse Bart is. So, you know, <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> that's so funny. Uh, had a good feeling about it. Um, yeah. All right. So Mackenzie, and obviously you're from Concord, huh? Well, up here in the northern part of the country, that's uh, uh, NLC country. That's nice to know. Um, One of the best conferences. Absolutely, no question about that. 
Um, so, so Mackenzie, when did you think, well, yeah, this, this is the right guy here. I mean, this is it. Um, yeah. So I kind of, I wasn't really so sure at first about Max. Uh, right. I thought he was kind of clingy. I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't sure. I knew he had strong feelings, um, right. but we ended up going away on a trip in uh, mm. February of 2021. So we'd been together for like three or four months and uh-huh. uh, we went down to Tennessee okay. and to Nashville, which is one of my favorite places. Sure. And uh, I ran into, we ran into old friends of mine the first night out Okay. and uh, we got a little too rowdy. And oh. uh, the next day <laughs> I was real, real under the weather <laughs> and couldn't get out of bed. Right. And, uh, and I just kept telling him, I'm so sorry. I am so oh. sorry. He was like, it is fine. Yeah. And I was like, this is just not a great first trip. Right, right. And, uh, I had told everybody if I came back from that trip and I still wanted to hang out with them, I knew that I'd probably end up marrying him. <laughs> and, uh, he was so supportive of me being so sick oh, the yeah. entire time <laughs> that, uh, when we got back, I remember I told my roommate, who's one of my best friends. And she's uh, my maid of honor. I said, yup, I'm going to marry him. And she just laughed. <laughs> you know, it's so pretty guy. much at that point that I knew. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good stuff. Um, you know, but in all kidding aside though, for both of you ladies, um, you know, it, it, I've been around it for 40 years there and I've seen, uh, you know, of course, coach Uber, I was an assistant under him and him and Maureen, um, you know, they were models for me as far as it goes to seeing two people that, uh, you know, it, it is a struggle as far as it goes to just, and I know talking to Bart and Sarah when they're, when the kids, Michael and his brother and sister were younger, I mean, the burden falls on the mom. There's no question about it because they're in meetings, they're in clinics, they're in game preparation, whatever they're in, um, and that's really uh, a strain on you guys. And, uh, I know you have to look at it as a challenge, but to take that challenge on, you know, I got nothing but admiration for, uh, uh, the wives of the football coaches because, uh, uh like I said, I've been around long enough to see just what, how demanding it is upon you guys and uh, hats off to you guys for that. No question. So, um, let's talk a little football, Dave. Let's okay. talk about, uh, first job, uh, Max, why don't you go first? What's the question? First, uh, first coaching job. So my first coaching job, um, I was a GA at Lindsey Wilson college. Um, so when I was at Hanover and getting my degree, I knew that for the end of time, um, I wanted to be a college football coach. I absolutely did not want to teach. And I was going to coach college football forever. Um, and we were the number one team in the country um, in the NAIA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was an unbelievable experience from a playing standpoint, um, from level of play, just all those different things. Um, and got into recruiting and just felt like I wasn't making the impact on kids that I needed to mm-hmm. and kind of realized that high school was probably going to be a better option for me right. um, just based on the fact that, you know, I, I just didn't feel that connecting piece um, and recruiting just wasn't what I thought it would be. Um, so being a GA at Lindsey Wilson College down in Kentucky was my first job. Um, and then from there, I went to Cincinnati St. Xavier in a JV varsity role. Um, from there to Decatur Central as the safety coach and defensive pass game coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, left with Brian May 
um, to become the defensive coordinator at Lafayette Central Catholic. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, was fortunate enough to win state championships at St. Xavier and at Lafayette Central Catholic, and then have been at Decatur for the last four seasons um, as the defensive coordinator. And, you know, it's been a, you know, fortunate to go back to Lucas Oil Stadium again this season mm-hmm. um, and just be able to experience that again. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's quite a resume okay. there, Coach. No question. Michael. Yeah. So, uh, Mackenzie, uh, oh. where were you in all this movement? Um, well, when was your first coaching job? What year? 2015. Uh, I was graduating high school okay. at that point. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. And then I graduated college in 19. And so right after he moved back to Decatur the second time uh, was when we met. So I missed all of the success at uh, LCC and Sanex, but was fortunate enough to be part of the success the second time okay. around here at Decatur the last couple of years. Sure. Okay. Great. Michael. Yeah. So, uh, my, my first job has been my only job <laughs> to this point. And I, uh, uh, went to Ohio university and, uh, had the honor of playing, uh, playing football there for, uh, you know, coach Solich and really had a, um, great experience there. Really, really great, uh, great place. And, and really got to learn from a lot of great coaches there. Um, I'm, I actually, I, I was medically had a medical red shirt. Um, so my last year of school, I got to help out as a student assistant and help, help with the O-line, help with signals on the sideline. And, and, and that wasn't my first coaching job, but it was kind of my first taste of, of getting to, uh, to help out, um, you know, in, in the, in a sort of coaching type of, type of, uh, realm. And, uh, kind of like what, uh, what Max talked about, you know, it was really, kind of eye-opening where I was like, okay, I, I don't think this is the way I want my life to go. I love football. I love I love college football. Um, but it just didn't seem like if I want to have a family and, you know, go, um, you know, really have an impact, you know, on, on a lot of kids, you know, and, and really change their lives for the better. Um, it kind of felt like, you know, high school was going to be the way to go for me. So, um, looked, looked around, uh, to kind of stay close to, at the time, my, my family's at Mishawaka. Um, dad was coach of Mishawaka high school and I, I knew I wanted to be close, but I knew I didn't want to go back home. I kind of, I wanted to be able to go off and, and do something on my own, not just kind of, you know, fall back on, well, you know, I'll just coach for the old man, which, you know, obviously then <laughs> had a way of working itself out anyway, but it, um, so we were, um, coach Jensen, coach Phil Jensen, uh, um, was, uh, I was fortunate enough to receive a, uh, a position to coach here at Warsaw. And, um, I was the old line coach and, uh, JV coach and got to coach alongside a lot of great guys. And a lot of them are still coaching with us today. And, um, after two seasons, coach Jensen retired and, um, the stars aligned and, uh, my old man came down, took the head, head coaching job. And, uh, it's just been, it's been really, really fun. We've been, uh, doing this for six years now, which is, <laughs> isn't Dave, isn't that crazy? Oh yeah, already. it is. It is. But what a great ride it's been. It has. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, really got, and there's I, more you know, to I, do. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I really think we've changed, uh, um, you know, changed the culture in a lot of ways and really trying to, uh, to make this thing better one day at a time. So it's, it's been one of the greatest joys of my life getting to coach, yeah. coach my old man. Yeah. Let me ask you this. But, uh, let me ask the, the ladies this. 
you guys will, and I think as you grow older in the marriage and stuff, um, you get start to line up and um, your, your husbands are uh, your, the kids look to your husbands for so many good things, positive things. And that becomes part of your lives. Have you guys experienced any of that yet or not? Or is it just a little bit too early in your um, career as a coach's wife to experience that with the, um, you know, interchanging, uh, you know, the different ideas and uh, talking to the players and stuff like that. So, so Dave, do you mean kind of like just kind of being like, yeah, kind of like, well, you know, like your mom, Sarah is almost like a second mom to a lot of the kids. And I know that, you know, again, because of you guys' ages, that's not exactly the way it would line up yet. But um, I mean, you know, do you see that developing and maybe this question's way out of, off the stratosphere, I don't know. But, I mean, do you, do you see your husbands interacting with the players and you get to see what kind of impact, I guess that's a better question, what kind of impact they have on their players that they are coaching? Yeah, no, I definitely um, see Mike making a huge impact in a lot of these kids' lives. And it's one of the things I love most about him is how much he cares and how much time and effort he goes above and beyond to make sure that these kids are getting the support they need. I haven't had too much interaction with the kids one-on-one yet, but I'm starting to get my feet wet with the Wild Hog Wing Night. We're hosting at our house every summer now, sure. inviting the alumni and passing out Mama Curtis's cookies after every win. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm getting my but I don't think I'm quite there yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah to kind of pick you off what, uh, what Maggie said, like, that's something I think I love so much about being a coach's wife is just seeing the impact that Max has on the guys that mm-hmm. they can text him or call him at any hour of the day. And they know that he's going to be able to answer mm-hmm. and, and to help them if they need something. Um, I also haven't had a huge impact yet um, being a coach's wife, just because I've been pregnant or having a newborn on my hip for sure. the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so, so definitely seeing that, uh, changing here in the future where I'll be able to help out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> what, what uh, go ahead, Ted. What do you think, uh, your major contribution right now is, um, Maggie with, uh, with the Warsaw football program and with Michael? I think, um, the most I've contributed so far is just supporting Michael. And, you know, letting him go and do whatever he wants to do to make the football program better. And I know Bart is pretty demanding of his time. So I'd hold down the fort at home and make sure everything's in order. Hey, McKenzie, could you uh, comment on that? Uh, Yeah, I'd say pretty much the same. Uh, It kind of goes hand in hand with it. Um, Just trying to be the best wife I can be at home and, you know, letting him have his time to on Sundays for all of their meetings um, and then game prepping throughout the week. Um, that's something that was definitely an adjustment when we had a baby and now a baby and a toddler is just kind of that time management. Sure. Um, and it was something that we kind of struggled with in the beginning because, you know, having two under two, it, it's a lot of work and having him home, but not really home because he's still working mm-hmm. um, was something that we kind of had to work through a little bit, but sure. also being able to understand that that's mm-hmm. what he has to do to make sure that Cater's going to be successful on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'll add to that as well is like, 
I think that being aware of on a Saturday, hey, I'm going to go in early and I'm going to shut it down at 11 or noon every Saturday and try to be, you know, fully present from like 12 to 7 or 12 to bedtime um, on a Saturday, if at all possible, mm-hmm. um, just to try and be home and, you know, just just allow your family to have that time goes a really, really long way for everyone, sure. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with Max. Yeah. It's and really, uh, it's a juggling act, but it's one that um, is worth it 100%. And just being able to uh, to give give time to those that, that you love and care care for, um, even during your busiest time of the year, it's tough, but you, you definitely, uh, it's healthy to, to do it for you and for the family. Well, and I think too, Michael, and I know, especially dealing with your dad and dealing with uh, Coach Huber and all that kind of stuff, um, a good head coach will make room and understands how important the family is to his assistants and to himself. So they'll make room for that. And the good ones I've been around, they'll make room for that. Um, and uh, Absolutely. the other thing too is, uh, you know, you guys mentioned college coaching uh, in both cases there. Uh, man, I tell you what, those guys are real gypsies. Uh, uh, the guys that do that, and I got a friend I know that's contemplating his coaching at high school level, jumping into college. And, uh, man, I've talked to him several times and just said, man, if you do that, your your life is going to, you're going to be a gypsy. You could end up being a gypsy going to a number of different places, plus taking your wife and your kids along with you. I mean, what a struggle that is, so. Um, I think it's yeah. a wise choice to stay with the high school, um, high school kids to play football with. No question about it. So, yeah. Um, well, I've been on both ends of that. Uh, yeah. You too. know, with the high school and with the college, and uh, you know, I've always said that uh, if I had it to do over again, I'm not sure I'd go the direction that I went. But uh, uh, I'm sure, as I think about it, it's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> Um, you know, <laughs> I enjoyed the, you know, the college Sure, college is different now. Uh, it's different now from the standpoint of how much time, uh, of course, high school anymore is so much time, you know, too, back, yeah. back in the day, we, you know, we had restrictions and now there are no restrictions right. whatsoever. Right. I mean, I know there's, you know, there are a few like 12, you know, 12 against other people and all that stuff, but still it's, it's, uh, you know, so anyway, uh, I think, uh, you know, the point, uh, that was made about, uh, you know, going home at 11 o'clock or noon on Saturday and being with the family and, you know, making time for the family is, uh, is something that is, it's so important. There's no question about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, if you can do that and Michael, uh, is going to have a whole new thing going on now because, uh, they're going to have the little one. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, if you had a, you know, if you had advice, uh, you know, you got, you got younger coaches, uh, younger coaches that you coach with or whatever. And, uh, they got girlfriends and, uh, people ask you questions, you know, uh, uh, I think you're in a position, both of you girls are in a position to, uh, give them, give them advice, you know, here, here's what we do. Uh, it's not, not the only way to do things, but here's what we do. Here's how I feel about it because, um, you know, 
And when you, I'll tell you the truth, when you get into college football coaching, uh, you talk about a strain on marriage. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, without question, one of the hardest things that, that my wife Maureen, uh, had to deal with. I know, uh, she didn't like it because she was not as close to the kids. She didn't know the kids as well, the parents as well, and the other coaches as well. And so anyway, uh, I'm rambling on here, but no, uh, but I, I want to, I add, think you're in a, in a position to do that. Yeah. yeah. I want to add to that. I never will forget, uh, when Ted and I were coaching together, this was back in the late eighties. And, uh, this is when we were all just starting to get together with his assistant coaches and all that kind of stuff. And he brought us all together, just the, the coaching staff, the guys and said, look, one thing that we're going to make sure of here is that you know, our wives, our girlfriends, whoever they may be, we will get along. We are going to get along. And that was just the message that we are working together as a group. And I think McKenzie brought it up and mentioned the fact that, well, we're going to work our way through this. And that was the attitude that was expressed uh, uh, when you know, I was working with Coach Huber's staff. And uh, that's certainly the attitude that uh, – uh, Coach Curtis has with his staff also. The family is first. Uh, there is no questions about that. And uh, like I said, the good ones will do it that way. Yeah, I think both of uh, both the young couple here have excellent head coaches. Yes, uh, excellent head coaches. Obviously, with uh, with Kyle Enright at uh, Decatur, and mm-hmm. of course you've got the athletic director at uh, Decatur, Justin Dixon, who. Mm-hmm. Uh, is very, uh, you know, he, he, he's been around, he's coached, uh, he's involved in the coaches association and he, he just knows, he, he, you know, he knows what's going on and coach, coach Bart coached for 30 some years. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, you're, you're in a really good situation. I think yeah. no question. Yeah, I agree. No question with both of yeah. you guys. Absolutely. Well, well, guys, um, hey, ladies, thanks so much for being with us. This has been a very good uh, session where I'll put this thing together. I have a question. Dave. Go ahead. I have a question. Shoot. The, the one thing that, uh, you know, I listened the other day to uh, um, Sarah and Maureen talk uh, oh, yeah? about when we had our first one, you know, a few right, years right. ago. Yeah, yeah. And um, they were talking about, you know, like for instance, uh, McKenzie, uh, I would assume you go to the games. Every Friday. Okay. Where are you? This is when I was in the hospital delivering a baby. Oh, come okay. on. What kind of excuse is that? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we, we were due on Friday, and Sydney luckily decided that she didn't want her dad to miss the game, so uh, she came Thursday. <laughs> so where where do you sit? I mean, do you sit with the wives? Do you, you yeah, so I uh, I sit in the end zone. We do it a little differently at Decatur. Um, all of the coaches' family and kind of the admin they sit in the end zone, away from kind of all of the rowdiness that takes uh-huh. place uh, in the stands. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think being a coach's wife is such a small circle that very few people understand what what goes into it. So right. being able to to sit with them on Fridays and. Um, Callie Enright is one that, you know, I talk to often as well as, uh, Cassie Nay up at Brian's wife at LCC. And, you know, very few people understand that struggle, but Friday nights is one, one place where, you know, everybody understands and everybody's all there for the same reason. And it's, uh, it's great because also with the end zone, 
the kids get to run around. So it's kind of, you know, I don't have to worry about who's watching the baby or who's watching the toddler because someone's always holding the baby and it's sure. usually not me on Fridays, which is nice. So I actually get to watch the game. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Maggie, yeah. how about you? Yeah. So at Warsaw, the coaches wives try to sit together, but we try to sit in the thick of it on the 50 yards. We'll try to get there early and grab a few rows so we can all sit together. Right. Um, but similar to Mackenzie, I don't have a baby yet, but I know coaches lives that do, and they just get passed around the whole game, giving the mom a break. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of looking forward to that already. Yeah, yeah. It's super nice. Don't take it for granted. Let me tell you, hand it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I know you know when I listened to that other that other broadcast we had with with uh, Sarah and Maureen. Uh, you know, I I think it was a little tongue in cheek, but not completely. Uh, when, uh, when Bart talked about Sarah, uh, kind of getting into it a little bit, with, uh, <laughs> the people up in the stand, you know, so, uh, you know, that's one of the things that, um, you know, if you can kind of hang with all your friends and hang, you know, and keep all the, uh, anybody that, uh, wants, uh, the naysayers, if you will, uh, out of the group, that would be good. Yeah. yeah. Hey, can I tell you guys a quick story? Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it is my junior year, 2009, and we were were in Mishawak at that time, and we had just had the best season in in school, not school history, but in a long time. Um, You know, had beaten Penn, and, you know, ended their conference winning streak, you know, uh, a tremendous season, ended up beating them in sectionals again for for the first sectional championship in a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. And the next week in the regional, we play Maryville. Uh-huh. And it's a back and forth battle. And we're down 28-27, or 28-21. We score the draw within one. And with about a minute left, uh, my dad decides, hey, let's, we're going for two. And we come up about a half yard short. Oh. Season ends. You know, terrible, you know, heartbreaking. But, you know, sure. it is what it is. It was, we were, that was our decision. We lived with it. Mm-hmm. The next day, you know, the, the day after the season ends, everybody's always <laughs> one of the saddest, most just dreary days sure. of the year. You don't know what to do. So, um, so my dad's like, oh, I guess I'll, you know, I'll help my wife out a little bit. And so she, he takes some stuff uh, to the recycling center in Mishawaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're dropping off stuff. And this and this uh, guy that works there is helping him out. And, and he sees my mom's hoodie. And it says Mishawaka football. And, and he just looks at her and says, Mishawaka football. No, that coach should be shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad is sitting there. My my dad's sitting there, you know, trying not to laugh. <laughs> that dumbass going for two, and then you know, like how good. And my mom is turning bright red. Oh, I just is killed. <laughs> and so he's going on a little bit, and then she finally just points to my dad standing right there. He said. I'm married to that dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and that is. Oh, so that's a great was, story. I've heard that one before. And I thought, oh my God, what an idiot. Uh, but yeah. No, that's just, that. you know, so those are the, uh, well, the thing about it is ladies, you're going to have stories like this, uh, yeah. as you go through, you know, I mean, uh, I would assume that uh, both these guys will coach a long time. Um, 
I know uh, Max wants to be a head coach. And, uh, Michael, I think you probably want to be a head coach. And uh, when both of those things happen, uh, then you're going to have an opportunity to have your own story. So, uh, you know, yeah. it's, you want, might want to take pictures and write this all down. Yeah. You know? well, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I have a lot of really yeah. Speaking of head jobs, Max, if you want to comment on, I know Max is in the middle of some, um, uh, you know, uh, a job. Maybe you want to. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that it's interesting for, you know, the wives as well, because it's like, are we going to move? Moving, is, our, yeah. is our life going to change? You know, mm-hmm. just, just going through that process. I, I, I think that's another whole Pandora's box of sure. the off season and, and, and potentially, you know, taking that leap and is the family ready and what does that look like? I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that's almost uh, another, um, another stress in and of itself and dealing with those things and weighing those options and trying to make the best decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, going, going through those different things and, and trying to figure it out is, uh, is unique is a unique part of the job as well. Sure. Yeah. I'd definitely say the past two off seasons have been more stressful than what the season's been. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So. It would be. Absolutely. Well, you can talk to my wife. We've moved fourteen times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I hate moving. I hate the house and painting the house and moving. Yeah. 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 Sure. Sure. Well But good I don't know every yeah. part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It well, ends up it ends up working out too. You know, we I mean, we moved around um, a couple times growing up for football, and it's yeah, obviously nothing like Coach Huber. But sure. um, when you're when you're a kid, you think your your whole world's kind of crashing down. Uh, but it ends up being a really good thing, and you end up making new friends and, right. and having great situations. So it was they were it ends up working out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, <clears throat> well, good luck to both of you, yeah. all four of you. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we, I know Dave and I both appreciate uh, yeah. your comments, and uh, we want to wish you nothing but the best. Yeah, it's been nothing but fun here, guys, talking to you guys. Ladies, thanks so much for your input. This is valuable stuff. I mean, I really think um, if more and more of our coaches' wives get a chance to interact with each other, other than just within your own staff, uh, staff's families and stuff and talk about the things and the challenges. And like Ted said, you guys are in a good position where you can, you know, start to give us some advice to young wives and young coaches, wives and, uh, everything that's involved in it there. I think that's, that's really important. So we really, really appreciate you guys spending some time with us. It's been nothing but enjoyable. Thanks for having us. You bet. You bet. Thank you for having us. You bet. Yeah, it's been really nice. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, thanks and Mackenzie. Good, good luck with everything. And, uh, yeah, uh, good luck with, uh, the job hunt and everything and excited for, uh, uh, the future for sure. So thank you guys. You bet. So, good, good luck to you guys as well. Cause it's, it's going to be a different world for you guys <laughs> so, in a great way. It's, 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 it's a ton of fun, but it is a, uh, ride for sure. Sure. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're we're ready for the storm. I think, and um, having mom and dad only a few minutes away that's that is nice. So, got got crucial. Yeah. Just when you need him. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right, guys. Thanks again for everything, and uh, have a great evening. And uh, we'll see you guys down at the clinic. I'll make a point to look you guys up, uh, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about this. We'll get this posted. It'll go up on the IFCA web uh, site uh, yet this evening here if I get things edited down, which I will do. And uh, uh, so it'll be available for people to listen to. And uh, tell your friends about it because it's a good conversation, and I think one that a lot of people should listen to. I think it'll be a good one. So thanks again. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you. You bet. We'll be back with more right after this. Big Cat Promotions is a proud sponsor of the IFCA podcast. At Big Cat Promotions, our goal is to help you promote your team and your kids as we head into each season. With over 100,000 vendors, Big Cat Promotions has just about anything you can think of to promote your team. T-shirts, shorts, team sweats, team awards for your players as well as for your summer campers. So give us a call at 574-551-5916 and let us get you a quote so you can shop and compare. And thanks for tuning in to the IFCA podcast. And welcome back, everyone, to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. Special podcast. This one was our Valentine's Day special. We do it uh, every year before the February 14th date. Uh, of uh, Valentine's Day. And, Coach, I thought that was a, first of all, it was a great idea that you uh, cooked up uh, talking to the coaches from the other end that are just, uh, you know, relatively new coaches and they're relatively new wives and uh, all the things that they face. Uh, I think it was a wonderful interview. Yeah, we didn't, we couldn't ask the question, what was your first head job? Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, right, right. (laughs) We had that. We had that with, uh, you know, with Bart and sure. uh, with Leroy a year ago. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, two young couples and two young aspiring coaches. coaches yeah. Uh, Michael calls the offense for Warsaw. And, yes, he does. Uh, Max is the DC at Decatur Central. And, um, you know, it's, I'm going to try to stay in touch with uh, both of those guys and, uh, I'd like to see when they meet each other because I don't think yeah. they've ever met each other. You yeah, know? I'm but, sure. Uh, we'll get them together down there in the first of March at the clinic, and yeah. uh, we'll go from there. So, yeah, it was it was really something special. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Well, so uh, and we're speaking of that uh, as we talk about the clinic, we got the clinic coming up, of course, and we've got the all stars, uh, and we're going to be talking to coaches as well as assistant coaches, talking about players. And once those things get established, and uh, we'll be uh, doing that in the next uh, a few podcasts here at some point. And, uh, and then, of course, when we get down to the clinic, we'll be doing some interviewing down there with different uh, coaches, both the high school and the collegiate level. So uh, we have plenty to talk about, as we always do, Coach. So really appreciate I it. I think the next next uh, we will have will be the two head coaches of the All-Star Game. Okay. Uh, they good. have named uh, – Named Kurt Chipman from Fort Wayne Snyder, uh, North head coach, uh-huh. and uh, Jake Gilbert of Westfield, the South head coach. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, wow! Yeah, those will be right? fun to so talk to. There's, there's two guys. Wow, yeah. you know. So anyway, I'm going to get in touch with them and um, see if uh, you know. I'd like to see if they have their 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 staff to introduce their staff, and we talk to them, and they also if they've assigned the uh, coaching positions and all that. Sure. So 
Sure. Uh, I'm sure that that probably will be what we'll do next. Yeah. yeah. Heading into the clinic and uh, into the uh, talking to the assistants about the the players. Yeah, you know, sure. There's um, positions. You know. Yeah, sure. It's all good stuff. So anyway, yeah. 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 Well, we'll be doing that. So uh, we certainly want to uh, thank everyone for, uh, you know, joining in. And uh, we appreciate uh, you listening. We hope that you've enjoyed the uh, podcast because uh, this one's been a fun one to do. I just, I really enjoy this podcast. It's always fun to listen to. I'm really interested in hearing what the wives do have to say because they just play such a key role uh, in making everything work. I've never been around successful coaches where there isn't a very strong uh, wife behind them that's, you know, supporting them, supporting the program, uh, doing everything they possibly can, d- developing relationships with the kids and the parents and all that kind of stuff. It just adds to the whole family flavor of what we do in high school football in the state of Indiana. So we want to thank uh, once again our guests, uh, Mike and Maggie, and also Max and McKenzie. We appreciate what they did for us here, and uh, we certainly hope everyone gets a little something out of this particular podcast. Keep doing everything you're doing right out there, guys, because we know you're doing a pile of it, and you're helping kids realize what it's like to be successful people, and that's what's really great. So thanks. Everyone have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon.